1: my seven chakras episode 311 the
0: seven chakras swirling vortices of energy positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head for thousands of years this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple what are the functions of these energy centers and could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose. Welcome to My 7 Chakras and now your host,
1: Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up Action Tribe, AJ here, host and founder of My 7 Chakras, the show for action takers around the world who are looking for ancient wisdom to balance their emotions, thoughts, and energy so that you can achieve your wildest dreams. And I do that through interviews, training sessions, and educational programs. Now, today is Book Reads Thursday, which means that I'll be reading out an excerpt from an inspiring book on my bookshelf. And today's book is called Mind Over Matter by Dawson Church, who's been a previous guest on our show. Now, in case you don't know, like I said, he's been a previous guest and he is going to appear on our show pretty soon as well. We're going to do a video live stream about this same book and we're going to explore the different topics and themes that he has written about in this promising book. Dawson Church is an award-winning author whose best-selling book, The Genie in Your Genes, has been hailed as a breakthrough In the field of epigenetics. His follow up title, Mind to Matter, reviews the science of peak mental states. And that's the book that we're going to be talking about in this episode, as well as the interview that I'm going to do with him. Now, Dawson has published numerous scientific papers with a focus on the remarkable self healing mechanisms now emerging at the intersection of emotion and gene expression. He applies these breakthroughs to health and athletic performance through eftuniverse.com, which is one of the largest alternative medicine sites on the web. Now, the reason why I'm doing this book read session is because we all want to transform our life, right? And deep down, we know that our thoughts create things, right? Now, this book helps you understand just how that happens, or at least what we know till now. New research and new discoveries in epigenetics, neuroscience, Electromagnetism, psychology, cymetics, which is the study of wave phenomena, public health and quantum physics are demonstrating that thoughts can indeed be profoundly creative. In Mind to Matter, award-winning author Dawson Church examines the scientific facts and reviews the studies that show step by step exactly how our minds create material form. As each piece of the puzzle falls into place, the science turns out to be even more astonishing than the metaphysics. Now, before we dive into today's amazing excerpt, I want to thank 458 Anglia for writing us this powerful iTunes review, this amazing review and giving us a five-star rating. Now, here's what they say. I have listened to most of all the podcasts of My 7 Chakras and it is very enlightening. I would highly recommend also so many book referrals which i think is awesome when i listen to the podcast it helps me become a better person now this is an amazing review and that's exactly why i do this show is to help you become uh, a better person and your best self so if you'd like for me to read out your review as well to our listeners around the globe then take a minute and share your thoughts go to my 7 forward slash review. That's my 7 forward slash review and share your opinion about our show. I read each and every review that I get and I will read out your review and post it on my Facebook page as well. Sounds good? All right, so let's begin. All right, so this excerpt is on page number 81. Uh, the name of the chapter is How Our Emotions Organize Our Environment. And the excerpt is called Waves Express the Fields Generated by Emotion. So let's start. An influential study examined the brainwave patterns of meditators from five different contemplative traditions ranging from Qigong to Zen. It compared their brain function in a normal state of consciousness and in meditation. One of the challenges of such research is that a single hour of EEG recordings of A single subject yields millions of pieces of data. It tells you the predominant frequencies of each part of the brain millisecond by millisecond and these frequencies are changing constantly. Interpreting this huge mass of data requires experience and a model to describe what you're looking for. After building a complete picture of how the entire brain functions, the investigators in this study concluded that the most informative model was to compare beta with delta. They measured the ratio of beta to delta before meditation, during meditation and after meditation. While the meditation traditions offered very different teachings from chanting to movement to sitting still, what they all had in common was a reduction in beta and an increase in delta. The researchers identified globally reduced functional interdependence between brain regions, a change in brain function, suggesting a dissolution of the sense of an isolated local Self, This brain pattern of low beta and high delta typified what they termed the subjective experience of non-involvement, detachment and letting go as well as of all oneness and dissolution of ego borders as the consciousness of meditators shifted into oneness with the non-local universal field. That is the same brainwave pattern I've seen in the EEG readouts of hundreds of meditators who are describing states of flow altered consciousness and connection with the universal non-local field in which the borders of the local self dissolve the experience of the mystics at one workshop we videotaped statements from people whose brains showed enormous amounts of delta we asked them what they had experienced during the meditations. One woman named Julie, who suffered from depression, described it like this. At first, having my eyes closed was annoying. I could feel every little scratchy, itchy feeling in my skin. My throat tickled and I wanted to cough. I could hear the guy next to me breathing and that was annoying too. But then I began to forget all about that stuff and a feeling of peace came over me. I could feel the breath going inside my body and then going out again. I felt like a river flowing. I started to float like I was a helium balloon or something. I seemed to go to another place and it was beautiful. I could feel the rocks and trees and ocean and it seemed to be part of it all. Like I was absorbed into this perfection of everything there is in the cosmos. These four huge blue beings drifted near me and I felt incredible love and connection flowing out of them. They were like outlines of people but transparent and about 15 feet high, made out of beautiful royal blue mist. I've been so worried about all the stuff going on in my life lately but one of the beings drifted close to me and I felt reassured like she was telling me everything is going to be okay. My heart filled up with love and I realized that love is everything. She gave me a shiny diamond crystal to remind me that she is always there for me. I put it in my heart. It melted all the miserable, depressed pain that has been living there for too long. And the pain became drops of water that fell into the ground. When you told us to come back into the room, I felt like I was a million miles away. I brought that feeling of peace back into my body. It was hard to come back. And I realized part of me is there all the time. Commonalities in mystical experience. What Julie described is a typical mystical experience. Human beings have been having transcendent experiences since the dawn of consciousness and hers had characteristics similar to many others. A pervasive feeling of peace, the falling away of worry and doubt. A felt sense of detachment from local self and the limitations of the body. An experience of oneness with non-local mind, including nature, the universe, and all of life. A meeting with a symbolic guide. Receiving a symbolic gift that carries healing power. The integration of the gift with her body and her local self. A sense of being changed by the experience. The neuroscientists I've worked with have instructed and experienced meditators to provide a pre-arranged signals during meditation such as tapping their forefinger three times when they feel the experience of oneness. We can timestamp this part on the EEG readout. This has allowed us to correlate their internal experience with the brain states. When their local self abandons its preoccupation with the body to merge with the non-local mind, we see large flares of Delta. The high amplitude delta wave becomes stable when the meditators integrate the two states such as when Julie communed with the blue being who gave her the gift. Once people start to make meditation part of their daily lives, they develop higher amplitudes of alpha, theta and delta than they had before. Mystical experience throughout history shows similarities. Tukaram, an Indian saint of the 17th century, wrote the following poem. When does I lose myself in Thee, my God? When do I see and know that all Thy universe reveals Thy beauty? All living beings and all lifeless things exist through Thee. This world, vast world, is but the form in which Thou sowest us Thyself, is but the voice." in which thyself thou speakest unto us. What need of words? Come, master, come and fill me wholly with thyself. In Tukaram's poem, we can see characteristics similar to Julie's experience. He loses his sense of local self disappearing into non-local consciousness. He has an experience of oneness with the universe. He feels the universe communicating with him, a state of unity in which no words are necessary. Though there were no EEGs in the 17th century to map the brainwave of mystics such as Tukaram, we can infer the types of neural signaling occurring in their brains by examining similar experiences in people like Julie. Indian Saint Ramakrishna would go into states of bliss that lasted for hours at a time. His body became stiff and he became so absorbed in this transcendent experience that he was unaware of his surroundings. When he emerged from meditation, he was often unable to speak for a while. Once after regaining the power of speech, he described seeing a light like a million suns. A luminous form emerged from the light, took human shape, then reintegrated with the light. So there you go, Action Tribe. I hope you enjoyed today's excerpt because it was so mystical, it was so profound, and it was so exciting. In fact, right after this recording, I want to go and do some meditation to hopefully have some of that mystical experience where I, uh, where my personal sense of self, right, dissolves and I am uh, really elevated into this oneness consciousness that uh, I tap into from time to time, right? When I do these podcasts, I tap into that universal consciousness so that I'm able to understand, you know, your pains, your challenges, and how best I can serve you. Like, what are the topics, what are the questions I can ask from my guests that will allow me to be a conduit for this healing and this transformation. So I get there from time to time, but obviously the more I experience meditation, the more I realize what my essence is and the more i remember the truth so if you enjoyed listening to today's session then make sure that you order a copy of this amazing book and go deeper go to my 7 forward slash 311 book that's my 7 forward slash 311 book if you prefer listening to the audio book instead then you can get this very book, the same book, free on Audible. Audible is actually offering all our listeners, all of you, one free audiobook download and two Audible originals for free for a 30-day trial so that you can get to check out how amazing their service is, right? And guess what? Uh, this book, like I said, is available on Audible. Go to my 7 forward slash free book. That's my 7 chakras dot com forward slash free book. If you're on Instagram, then tag me while you're listening so that we can connect. I'd love to hear from you and share your story with our community. My Instagram is my7chakras, at my7chakras. And before I close, like I have said in my last episode, I'm looking to grow our movement and take it to a whole new level. And I can't do this myself, right? So I'm putting together a My7Chakras dream squad to achieve our vision. We'll need to collaborate, get in touch with and support experts and people who are passionate about um, topics like social media, growth, SEO, podcasting, graphics. If you are an action taker in any of these fields, then reach out to me and let's grow together. My email is aj at my 7 aj at my 7 and thanks a lot for your attention and your love and your support. Until next time, I hope you have a great day ahead, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for
0: listening to my seven chakras at my com. That is my S E V E N com.